Warning, this podcast may contain graphic and triggering content. Please listen at your own risk. Each individual struggle is different and everyone's recovery and healing journey is different. Please reach out to a certified medical professional if you need help. Welcome to episode 33 of Stomp the Stigma, the podcast aimed to fight the stigma surrounding mental health through education, awareness, experiences, stories, resources, and the vulnerable truth. All right, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. You are stuck with me today. You get to listen to my voice for the next, I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but it's going to be a little bit shorter today. My windows are open and it's gorgeous in here and I'm a little bit too lazy to close them. So hoping that we don't get too much noise from outside. Oh, there's a dog, but uh, hopefully it's not too bad. But yeah, I have no guest today. Um, Today is just me. I need to talk about a few things with you guys or I want to talk about a few things with you guys. So for anyone that gets triggered by hearing other people's experiences or down days or um, mental health struggles, please be careful listening to this episode, okay? So for me, journaling is a huge part of what has helped me manage my mental health over the years, Um, but I haven't journaled in months and I definitely can feel it. I found that I've been so focused on other things that I haven't made the time to journal. I've been so focused on just life in general, and I haven't really made the time to journal, but this week I'm in desperate need of a journal session. So for this week's episode, I decided to make it into a verbal journal entry just so I can express some things, get some stuff off my chest a little bit easier little bit quicker than writing it all down and taking the time to write it all down. So sometimes all you need is just an outlet or a platform or a means of expressing yourself, whether that is through words, through song, through anything. Um, So here I am today. Let's get to it. First, I just want to say this is not a cry for help. Um, I'm not looking for pity or empathy or sympathy or anything like that. This is just for me to express what I'm going through. Um, I've had a rough couple weeks and I just need to kind of vent and let it all out um, because I haven't been able to really deal with it or express it in a way that makes me feel better. And I think talking about it is so important. As you guys have heard on all of my other podcast episodes, getting those conversations going, talking about mental health, getting rid of the stigma around talking about mental health, I I think that is so important. And I love listening and sharing other people's stories with you guys as well. And this is just a chance for me to share a part of mine. Having that chance to express yourself can be super helpful and enlightening. So if anyone wants or needs a verbal journal session, let me know. I would love to chat. I would love to listen. It doesn't even have to be recorded. We can just talk and get it all out. All right, enough backstory. Let's get to it. I have gone through so much in the past couple weeks. And one thing I want to say before I get going, actually is I know that life could be so much worse for me. I know how lucky I am to be where I'm at in my life 
and all the things that I have. But I also think it's really important to have these tough conversations and talk about the feelings and talk about the emotions and really face what you're going through and be honest with yourself about how you're feeling. So yes, I know it could be worse for me, but I'm also struggling at the same time. So this is valid. I'm valid and uh, so are you. Okay, that's enough backstory. Here we go. Okay, where do I even start? Um, a couple weeks ago, I had a really, really low day. It was just kind of out of the blue, so random. I don't know what triggered it or why it happened. Um, and I haven't had a day that low in a very, very long time. For those of you that go through the same thing, you know sometimes it just hits you. And that's exactly what happened to me. It hasn't happened to me in a really, really long time. So yeah, it just popped up out of nowhere. I was super unmotivated. I didn't want to eat anything. I didn't want to exercise. I didn't want to do anything. I could have just curled up in a ball in my bed and just stayed there. And I was getting so down on myself. I was feeling so invalid and unworthy of anything good in life. I know that sounds kind of dramatic, but that is exactly how I was feeling at that moment. And I started getting suicidal thoughts, which I haven't had in a very, very long time. And I know I've mentioned before that I think about death a lot. Part of my BPD is thinking about death a lot. I, I would say I think about death every couple days, at least. And I have crazy intrusive thoughts about what would happen if I did certain things like drive into oncoming traffic or like things that could potentially kill me, I guess. And I plan out my death quite often. But the difference being is that this time the dark thoughts were about how it would be better if I was actually gone. And how I had no reason or purpose or worth left in this life. And so when it turns into that dark place where I could actually do something and it's not just thinking about death, but really planning it out and wanting to go through with something, then I know that there's a difference there. So I was in a really, really dark place. Um really thinking about the end and how I would do it. And I started planning letters that I would write to people in my life, letters to my family, letters to my friends, letters to the people that I've hurt, um, to the people that have hurt me, and to the people who have contributed to the darkness inside of me over the years, whether they're a part of my life now or not, I think about all of those people and I planned out exactly what I would want to say to them and what they kind of need to hear or what I want them to hear after I'm gone. So I plan kind of what I would write to everyone. I would leave a stack of letters wherever I do the deed, I guess. And then whoever would find me would have to distribute them. So that was the really dark part of the last couple weeks. Um, but I'm super glad that I am at a point in my life where I'm able to recognize this and see that 
I need to reach out to someone. And I see the difference between that and my regular intrusive thoughts with BPD. So I reached out to one of my friends, um, somebody that really understands the intrusive thoughts, really understands the darkness and has experienced similar things. So really gets what I'm going through, gets how I'm feeling. And we had a really, really good talk and they helped to calm me down and I felt so much better after. It was really what I needed in that moment to get me past those thoughts of ending my life in that moment. Now, what people don't understand sometimes or people that don't go through this is that once you talk somebody off that ledge, they're not automatically 100% better. They just, they get past those really dangerous thoughts in that moment, but you could still be low and in a in a low place, which I was, but I was feeling so much better and feeling like I could continue on with my life. So I'm super, super grateful for my friend who helped me out and talked me through it. Um, unfortunately, I found out later that I contributed to their own struggles. Um, I can't say too much on here about what happened, but I can say that we are both okay now, so you guys don't have to worry. Um, but I found out that I kind of helped trigger them in that moment as well. But we're both good now, um, and we are in much, much better places, so I'm very grateful for that. Okay, so on top of having this unexpected low period, there's so many other events in my life that have been piling up on top of me. As you guys know, or as you've heard me talk about in the past, the gym and martial arts are my happy place. I go kickboxing at least a few times a week. And a couple weeks ago, I hurt my wrist. Um, a couple months ago, I hurt my back. So I haven't been able to punch at all for the past few weeks, and it has definitely started affecting me. I know that I am not myself at all when I don't have my outlets and my happy places and things that I can do to de-stress and calm down and just re-center myself. So not being able to punch anything, not being able to do my kickboxing and boxing turned me into a very, very cranky person. <laughs> I mean, I was able to still go to the gym. I focused on my kicks. I focused on working out my legs, but it is not the same. When you can't have that full workout, it's just, oh, it is not the same. And I can definitely tell that it, it was affecting my mental health for sure. So on top of that, I found myself insanely busy and haven't even been to the gym in about a week and a half, which is unheard of for me. Two days off of the gym is kind of my max. Otherwise, I definitely notice it starts to affect my mental health and I get in like a really bad mood and I just need to go to the gym and de-stress and just like sweat it out and just hit something, kick something and just not think about anything else that's going on in my life. So over a week without a workout did not help my mental state at all. Around the same time, a few events happened that I won't go into detail about, but I lost a close friend of mine. Not not physically, but just lost from my life. And that was devastating to me. 
this person was still around and I know where they are and I know how to contact them, but I just couldn't and that broke my heart. I didn't know what to do with myself or how to even grieve that kind of a loss, but that definitely put me in a low, low spot and I did not know how to handle it for a couple days. I won't go into details about that, but um, that was huge for me. And then pile on top of all that, there was a little harassment at work. Um, As a woman who has worked in primarily male-dominated industries, I am used to sexist comments. I'm used to disrespectful comments from men in the workplace. Now, is that a reality in male-dominated industries? Yes, absolutely, but it it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be normal. It shouldn't be accepted, but it really is. So I'm a woman on a team of all males, and I was also on a team of all males in my previous career as well. So I'm used to being the only girl around. I'm used to dealing with men on a daily basis, and I'm used to interacting with them. I'm used to kind of how guys talk to each other. They kind of forget that I'm around sometimes and just let it all loose and you kind of get used to those kinds of comments and derogatory remarks and things like that. But uh, sometimes they get directed towards me as well. I mean, don't get me wrong, my team is my family. My old team is also my family. I will always be one of the guys. Um, They will have my back no matter what. And I trust them completely. I know that they would never, ever disrespect me. But it's other employees and industry associates that look at it very differently. I came from oil and gas. So this is going to be very generic, um, kind a very generic label. But I was used to the creepy middle-aged men that would make comments towards me or stare at me or whatever, whistle at me. Or the field guys that were aptly nicknamed rig pigs. Um, That's what everyone called them in the city. Um, And unfortunately, it was true for most cases. Um, I know, obviously, that label doesn't apply to everyone. But it was very, very common to get whistled at or hear very sexist comments. Um, I used to walk into the office um, and people that were not on my team, instead of getting a good morning from them, I would get a whistle and a comment about how good my tits looked that day or something super, super inappropriate, but something that is the norm for that industry. And I find that male-dominated industries are a lot like that or they're like that very often. And it really shouldn't be, but that's just how it is. And that's how I've experienced them in the past and now. So now I'm no longer in oil and gas. I switched industries to the beer industry, which is still male dominated, but a lot less greasy. And I think that's because the average age in the beer industry is a lot younger than oil and gas. However, This week, I was hit with even more harassment from a coworker who is not on my immediate team, 
but um, I won't go into details about what it was, but it was very creepy and uncomfortable. And the worst part about it was that he didn't see anything wrong with it at all. He just thought it was perfectly fine to say. And then when I called him out on it, he made me feel like it was my fault. And he apologized for the fact that I took it the wrong way, which is not an apology at all. So I was kind of trying to deal with that, trying to keep my head above water and kind of figure out emotionally how I was going to handle that and how that situation was going to kind of evolve and work itself out at work because now I have to see this person quite often. Not every day, but we're still like around each other sometimes. So getting through that, but... On top of everything, I'm in the process of selling my house, so it's been really stressful, really emotional, really overwhelming the last couple of weeks with all of these things piling on top of each other. I know that it could be so much worse, but all of these things is just a part of what is happening in my life right now, and it's just stressing me out. I even got a stress-induced period for the first time, which has never happened to me before. Um, For people out there that don't know, some birth control um, can cause you to not get your period at all. So I haven't had a period in a very long time since I started this particular um, birth control. So when I got my period last week, I knew it was because of everything that was happening in my life and I knew it was stress-related and stress-induced and uh, that's when I kind of realized, okay, you are so overwhelmed, so exhausted, so stressed out, you need a break and you need to just kind of take a breather, figure it all out and just relax a little bit. All of that was piling up on top of me. I started out with a super low day at the beginning of the week, and by the end of the week, there was all of these other things that piled on top, and I just kind of broke down. I was so lost, and I felt so alone and somewhat broken, like I couldn't handle my life anymore. Even though I'm so lucky to have the life that I do, I just felt like I could not handle it. Like I said before, this is not a cry for help. Um, This is not a sympathy episode. This is not an attention-seeking episode. This is just a little rant, a little vent, if you will. I just needed to get it off my chest and be kind of honest with myself about what happened, what I went through, how I'm feeling about it. So yeah, thank you for listening. But I'm very happy to say that I'm doing so much better than I was even a few days ago. I was in such a dark place, one that I really haven't been in or been to in years. But I did manage to make it through with a little help from my friends, a little help from all of my coping mechanisms, and the fact that I'm in a place where I can realize that I do need help or that I'm in a bad place and that it's not going to last forever. One thing that I was told by a friend a while ago is that when you're feeling down or at your wit's end, just tell yourself to make it through one more day and then reevaluate where you're at. So when I was in that dark place, kind of planning everything, planning the end, ready for the end, I did tell myself to just make it to tomorrow. 
and then reevaluate. And then if you make it to the next day and then you're kind of still feeling those things, well, make it to tomorrow. Make it one more day and see how you're feeling. And you know what? It works. It really, really does. That one day can mean the difference between life and death. I held on for one more day and I'm still here and I'm pretty happy that I am. I know I have so much to be grateful for and so much that excites me in life. Um, I'm really glad that things didn't work out the way that I wanted them to last week. I think allowing myself to feel what I was feeling and acknowledge what I was going through was really huge for me these past couple weeks. I was also able to talk about each thing that was piling up on top of me to or with um, different people. So depending on the friendship, depending on the situation, I can talk about certain work things with different coworkers. I can talk about like I turned to one of my friends when I was feeling low. Um, I can talk about my house stress and my like girl stuff with my girlfriends. So depending on those friendships, you can talk about each different thing with different people. It doesn't have to be all in one place. It doesn't have to be all piled on to one single person. And so just being able to talk about everything, talk it out, even if it's not being fixed by that other person, just having someone there to listen is huge. And that made me feel so loved and so important. And like I had a reason to keep going because there was people in my life that really cared about me and really cared about how I was doing and how my mental health was. So I'm really, really grateful for my friends for supporting me. I think that's a big one. Um, For people that don't experience these mental health struggles, one of the biggest things is just being able to sit there and listen or even just sit there at all with somebody who is struggling. If you just sit beside me and just let me kind of work through everything, you don't have to talk. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be there for me and with me in those moments. Okay, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening to me rant. I know it's not that exciting, but for me, this has been very therapeutic and I just needed to get it out. Um, And just remember that if you are in the same boat as me, if you're feeling down, as cheesy as it sounds, you really are never alone. Whether you turn to a friend or a family member or seek solace in this incredible online community that we have, just know that there's always someone out there that understands what you're going through, that understands how you feel, and there's always someone that will be there to support you or sit with you or listen to you in any way that you need. You are all worthy of love and of life and of happiness and not every moment is going to be great but acknowledge that and allow yourself to feel what you need to feel and just remember that you are stronger than you think you are. I know that sounds super cheesy as well but it is so true. After that crazy roller coaster of emotions couple of weeks, I have come out of it feeling like I've learned so much about myself. In the past, when I would go through episodes like this, I wouldn't know how to handle it and I wouldn't know how to get through it. And the fact that I now 
understand my feelings and can really sit with those feelings, it's it's a huge step for me and it's very, very exciting. So now I kind of understand my feelings. I kind of understand the emotions that I went through. I understand a little bit more about my illnesses, my coping mechanisms, what works, what doesn't work for me, what I need and what I want when I'm having one of those low moments, what I need to let myself do or let myself feel. For anyone that is going through mental health struggles, that is a part of the journey, figuring out what you need in those moments and what makes you feel better that's a huge part of it so I really encourage you guys to try different things to see if they work and eventually you will find it because everyone's case is different everyone's feelings are different the way that you handle situations is different so just experiment until you find what works for you and there's no wrong way of of going about it anyways thank you guys for listening to my rant if you've made it this far this was much needed for me I needed this one so bad I hope that maybe somebody could relate to how I'm feeling and I hope that if you can't relate that you at least learn something about helping those who struggle and kind of what we go through sometimes Have a great week, everyone, and next week, I promise, we will be back with a new interview I know you will love, so thank you for listening. Tune in again next week, and I will talk to you guys in a bit. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Feel free to reach out at any time. You can contact me on Instagram and Facebook at StompTheStigmaYYC. And you can email me at StompTheStigmaYYC at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. And if you or someone you know would like to come on, I would love to have you. Share your story, speak your truth, and together we can stomp the stigma.